0: What happened is Yugoslavia was a nation that was created post-World War I uh, out of the remnants of the mighty Austrian-Hungarian Empire. They created a nation called Yugoslavia, no longer exists right now. This was a creation from 1914 up until 1992. Yugoslavia had a majority of Muslims in it, in the heart of Europe. How did Muslims end up in the heart of Europe? 500 years ago, the Ottoman Empire was in this region and people organically converted. appreciated Islam and so that region became majority Muslim but over time the Ottomans had to you know uh, leave that area communism came things happened there many of these our fellow brothers and sisters they kind of sort of were not able to practice their faith they knew they were Muslim but Islamic identity was very weak frankly and I know I speak for myself even growing up in the 80s we had no idea that an entire region of Europe was Muslim it was completely disconnected from our conscious our psyche nobody knew that entire region Regions of Europe were Muslim in 1991 or 92 they had a referendum the majority Muslims voted for freedom but the Serbian Orthodox community uh, did Not appreciate this, make a long story Short, they had the army, the majority Of the population were Muslim, the army Rebelled and started what is basically A civil war, so this is in a nutshell What happened from 1992 to 1995, three years, in this Time frame, over a hundred Thousand people were killed Majority Muslim, at least Half that amount were of women Were violated, Allah musta'an, again Majority Muslim, tens of thousands Of people were displaced and and from this uh, civil war and genocide, entire countries were created. The modern country of Bosnia, Herzegovina, the modern country. So all of these countries are carved out after this civil war that broke out in uh, Yugoslavia. Another uh, benefit that we learned from what happened in Bosnia, what happened in 25-27 uh, uh, years ago, is the sad state of affairs of the global world order. The United Nations, in the case of Bosnia, was directly involved. Most of our youth don't know this. The United Nations had actually set aside a region of the country. Srebrenica was supposed to be under UN watch. There were UN peacekeepers wearing UN vests, UN helmets. There were hundreds of UN troops around Srebrenica. And it was claimed to be safe territory therefore, tens of thousands of Muslims fled for their lives from the Serbian army to Srebrenica because the UN had said this is safe territory tens of thousands of people had lost their lives mass rape, all of this is occurring for during the conflict all of these muslims are coming to the safe zone the bosnian sorry the serbian warlord now turns his eyes to slobodan milosevic and all of these warlords they turn their eyes to srebrenica and they say we're not going to keep these muslims safe and so there were around 40000 muslims in srebrenica around 40 50000 the the serbians surrounded they they told the un to leave The UN did nothing. They did not intervene. Now pause here. Some say that they couldn't. There was not the forces. Khair. The point is the UN was there. That's the point. Maybe they couldn't. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm simply telling you the facts. The UN was there. They had direct access. And the UN stepped aside. And under their watch, the Serbian warlords marched in. There's video footage that wallahi... It is gruesome to watch. Wallahi, your stomach churns. This is 1995. This is not back in the 1800s. There's color video footage of what took place here. All of the men, without exception, from the age of 16, 17 to 80 years old, all of the men were rounded up and they were massacred in around a week, four or five days. 8,500 at the bare minimum. 20, 30,000 women and children were expelled, along with بالله, things against the women we don't want to mention. ما, and astaghfirullah, I don't like saying this, but our youth need to know. Camps were set up to do the evil deed. I don't want to be more explicit. Women were put in those. You get the point here. Under the UN watch, this took place here. And this is in 1995. A'udhu Billah. So this took place the largest massacre of human beings, the largest genocide since World War II. It took place, again, 1995. I just graduated university. This is not many, many generations ago. All of you above the age of 40, you remember this time frame, right? And this took place so recently. So one of the things we learned as well, the impotence of these global superpowers. Wallahi, I remember, and again, my first activism in my life was the Bosnian War. I was... 17 years old when I started hearing about this and getting, you know, getting involved, attending lectures in America, in Houston, Texas, my first letter to the editor that I ever wrote about the Bosnian War, I still have it somewhere, that this is my first activism call, that how can we remain silent, there's a genocide taking place, right, you, the UN, the UN made a a a a law what is it called the what a policy whatever nobody can supply any arms to the bosnians it was an international policy the problem was the army was serbian the serbians had all the weapons they had the ammunition they had the tanks the peasants were muslim and the the u.n said and america supported this the u.n said we don't want to increase the conflict we don't want to cause more bloodshed. So there was an embargo. That's the word. There was an embargo, arms embargo. No arms can be sold to the Bosnians. Basically, let them die. For four years, we're watching, three and a half years, and no arms were. Allowed for the Muslims. Astaghfirullah. We saw this in front of our eyes. And this is the reality. Don't think any other superpower is going to intervene. We saw this in our own lives. And this shows us Muslims need independence. Muslims need to have their own understanding of this reality. <laughs>
1: تعصيني ولا تخشى من العتب وتخفي الذنب عن خلقي وتأبى في الهوى قربي فتب مما جنيت عسى تعود إلى